Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily blogcast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus. Now, when we pray the Psalms, a good question to ask is, who, uh, who is speaking in this psalm? What's the voice? Is it the voice of Jesus, the Messiah, the second person of the Trinity, praying this psalm? Is it the voice of the church, the people of God, uh, praying about or speaking of Messiah? Uh, or could it be one of those psalms where we are invited uh, with Jesus, our brother, our great high priest, to pray this psalm together? Now, I say together because in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 11, we're described as being uh, the brother of uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he has uh, brought us into his family. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 11 says, both the one who makes men holy, well, that's Jesus. He makes us holy. He gives to us his righteous works. So both, both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. Uh, Hebrews chapter 7 says, this brother of ours is this perfect great high priest. He has a permanent priesthood. You know, all the other priests uh, are brothers before uh, they served, they died, and then uh, another priest. Uh, they served and died, and then another priest. So many priests before Jesus. But Jesus is the great high priest, uh, a permanent priesthood because he has risen from the dead. And he always then lives to intercede not only for us, but also with us. Now, one of those psalms that we can look at as Jesus coming alongside of us and praying this psalm with us as our dear brother is Psalm 88. So if you read Psalm 88, um, and if you're thinking, I'm reading this and I'm all alone, um, it is unbearable to read. I'll give you uh, a reason. Psalm 88 verse 1 says this, O Lord, the God who saves me, day and night I cry out before you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of trouble and my life draws near the grave. So that's how it begins. A soul full of trouble, a life near, uh, near the grave, in the pit. It ends this way, verse 18. You have taken my companions and loved ones from me. The darkness is my closest friend. So if you try and read that psalm all by yourself, um, it's unbearable. But we read it this way, because if Jesus is our brother in the flesh, knowing all of uh, our human weaknesses, knowing the suffering, knowing even the death, um, he then, as part of this family, comes alongside of us. And so now we can pray this psalm with Jesus by our side. So we can pray words like this, Psalm 88, verse 3. For my soul is full of trouble and my life draws near the grave. Well, we feel that. But how much also, uh, how much more did Jesus also feel that? I'm counted among those who go down to the pit. I'm like a man without strength. I'm set apart with the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, who are cut off from your care. Jesus crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me, going down to the into the pit without strength, uh, set apart with the dead, slain with those who lie in the grave. Jesus, Jesus experienced all of those. 
Verse, uh, verse 6, you have put me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily upon me. You have overwhelmed me with all your waves. Well, again, if we read the psalm all by ourselves, it's unbearable. But our brother is right there next to us. And the wrath of God is upon him and not upon us. God has put him in the lowest pit. And because Jesus is beside us, um, we're not overwhelmed with all of those waves of wrath. Verse 8, you've You've taken from me my closest friends and have made me repulsive to them. I'm confined and I cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. So also Jesus. Everyone has abandoned him, denied him. Psalm 88, verse 9. I call to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do those who are dead rise up and praise you? We feel the same way, don't we? And there's Jesus with his arms spread open at the cross, crying out, Do you show your wonders to the dead? Well, on the third day, uh, the dead will see that death has no power over, over Jesus. Verse 11. Is your love declared in the grave, your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the place of darkness, or your righteous deeds in the land of oblivion? But I cry to you for help, O Lord. In the morning my prayer comes before you. And early on the morning, on the first day of the week, Jesus is raised from the dead. Verse 14. Why, O Lord, do you reject me and hide your face from me? From my youth I have been afflicted and close to death. I have suffered your terrors and am in despair. All the powers of hell, the devil himself, the world structure and systems is against Jesus even from his birth, from his, from his youth. Verse 16, your wrath has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me all day long. They surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. And again, because our brother is right there next to us, he is the one whose God's wrath has swept over him. The terrors have come upon him. They have surrounded him like a flood. They've completely engulfed him. And as our brother, he takes all of those upon himself and he gives to us all of his, his grace, his love, his works, the forgiveness of sins. You have taken from me my companions and loved ones, the psalm ends. The darkness is my closest friend. And so if you pray it alone, it's unbearable. But we pray it, we pray it with the Lord Jesus by our side. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family, Hebrews says. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. So he's able to save. He's always living to intercede a permanent, a perfect priesthood. Jesus forever living not only to pray for us, but also to pray with us.